Hi guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com. We kick off tonight's show with our good friends Hands of Blue live on air talking about their brand new EP, their collection of creepy dolls and how they kind of make music separately and then come together sorry phrasing uh, and then get together uh, to finish off the songs um they are fantastic we absolutely love them we just their music blows us away to be perfectly honest with you and then the rest of part one is a pretty heavy mix of kind of metal punky metal shouty metal bluesy metal type tunes there's a bit of metal in there uh, and then a bit of a surprise at the end so we think you really enjoy it part two uh, is on the way thank you so much for listening thank you for telling your friends we know you do because they keep listening to the show and the listeners keep going up and thank you for being awesome cheers guys this is alex from the montana musical experiments project and you my friend is enjoying it's not is right are sorry let's do that again can you cut i don't know one more time this is alex from the montana musical experiments project and you are enjoying new musical fuck me (laughs) take three i i do hope you can cut this right all right final take this is alex from the montana musical experiments project you are enjoying new music saturday with mike and five dr bones Welcome to New Music Saturday with myself, Dr. Bones, who's a doctor, not a medical doctor, and of course my co-host, Mike, one in five, the guitarist everybody wishes they were. What's happening, Mike? Good evening, brother. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling perky. Um, I accidentally bought a crate of tiny beers, so I feel like I'm drinking a lot, but I'm really not, which is quite exciting. Um, and we've got a great guest on the show, and... Life is good. So I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, except for our uh, technical issue, which hit us last week, and I thought it was solved, but apparently not. So we are, are unplugged, so it's kind of still organized in the world, but uh, 
Let's get to our musical guest. It's been a while since these guys have been on the show, but welcome back, Hands of Blue. Guys? Hi. Hi, here we go. How are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? Good, Wish well. I was per- perky. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Well, we do apologize for the delay. We had a few issues, but... Uh, yeah, we- oh, that's okay. So, uh, but yeah, welcome to the show. And guys, so brand new EP. I know you guys, uh, you've had a busy, uh, like, past couple of years, really. I mean, you guys had the big move, and then just finally started getting a chance to record again, because obviously life happens, you guys get busy, so... Um, no, you, you had, uh, an email you sent, you said that's kind of like the, the, the B side to cosmic lullaby. Now I can kind of see that, but was, with those songs, was that kind of exactly what you kind of set out to do? Oh, um, one of the songs was kind of a B side. Um, it was actually around since, since cosmic lullaby, um, the rest, I don't know if we really set out to do anything. What do you think? <laughs> no. No, we just kind of do what we feel like. Yeah, just kind of see what comes out. Um, but I Am in Hell was done around the same time as Cosmic Lullaby. Oh, man. Well, I just I decided to ask, and, but either way, um, I really, really enjoyed it. I listened to it over and over again, and Mike and I were talking about this off-air. So I've been listening to it back and forth to work every day, but just uh, streaming on Bandcamp. I mean, I do... <clears throat> Have a, um, I have my own copy, but it's like it's just so much easier to put on Bandcamp because I haven't synced it with my phone yet. So it's like, yeah, just put Bandcamp on. <laughs> but that works. Uh, it's yeah. convenient. Oh yeah, exactly right. Uh, but it's it's I just I just love that. I mean, every every band evolves, and you can tell. And uh, like Mike and I have said many many times, uh, Gina, your voice just gets kept keeps getting better and better. And it's I love the. the the the, um, the the harmonies a lot more in this one like this like this the, the your timing which just was absolutely impeccable it was awesome really enjoyed it thank you I have been being harder than I previously was <laughs> <laughs> I would like to get an actual person for vocal lessons but that'll have to wait till after the pandemic I think all right hey. <laughs> my mother-in-law is in like a choir. And there's like 50 of them in this choir and they do like, you know, choir versions of the Rolling Stones or whatever. And um, and she tried to do it on Zoom and she was just like, it's rubbish because I could only hear myself and there was absolutely no point in doing it. And, you you know, you sort of pay however much you pay for a term of that. And, uh, yeah, it's completely... I don't think singing lessons work unless you're with someone in the room. That's my personal view. Having never had a singing lesson and not being able to sing... It's not a very, um, I can't come from a point of experience, but I, I, I suspect you would need to be with someone to be my guest. Um, but I don't think you need singing lessons. You sound amazing. So what have you been doing? You said you've been kind of working even harder. How could you possibly work any harder? What have you been doing with your voice? Just that I've been doing the lessons more consistently than I previously was. Because, you know, if you're not practicing, then you're kind of losing it. Uh... You have to start over again, sort of. It becomes more work to do anything. <laughs> and that's, see, that's a general thing, isn't it? But then people say things are like riding a bike. And I didn't ride a bike for a few years. Like, I guess when my son was first born and you don't sleep. And the last thing you do is go and ride a bike, right? And when I got on the bike, it was like, 
come and do this bike ride. And I feel like that expression's all wrong. Never mind us, we're just laughing at your pain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, fine, thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, speaking of bike riding, Mike, uh, uh, Em and I just got an elliptical, like, maybe like a week ago. You got it all set up, you know, and I did, I finally got on it this week, so I did, in two days, I did, like, about a half hour total, but man, my knees down to my feet, like, my, the back of my calves are so sore. <laughs> it's working! It, it is, but, uh, <laughs> it really hurts. <laughs> See, we're, we're saying this in the presence of Ender. Exactly, he, right? Every time I check on Facebook, he seems to be lifting something probably twice my weight <laughs> above his head easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I guess just to tie this vaguely back to music, <laughs> does that help me? Well, all the weight training... Oh, not at all. Not at all. No, okay. It's not inspiring creativity or uh, helping stamina... That tears my hands up, so <laughs> in that way it kind of makes it a little bit harder. Um, but I guess luckily I'm not playing guitar all that much anymore, so it's mainly on keyboard, so it's it's fine. Yeah, I mean you, you can you can kind of you don't have to have. Well, I don't know. I don't play the keyboard. Maybe you do. I've got no idea how that would affect it. I don't lift weights or play the keyboard. Um, you did a couple of tracks with a guitarist on this EP. Uh, who is a man called Jeff, I believe. Um, Grandpa Jeff. I mean, they sound amazing. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about those? And that oh. kind of partnership? Yeah, that was, that was kind of cool how that came together. So um, Jeff and his wife actually lived in Colorado, and we did too. Okay, you, you can't... <laughs> the same circle and friends but not like did you say something bonzi yeah you just got you cut cut out cut out there you, you finished off at uh um uh grandpa jeff and his wife in colorado and then it, it went uh, bl- uh oh, bl- blank we're, okay so uh let's try it again um <laughs> Sorry, man. yeah so they actually um you know we we're in the same social circles and we we're we we're friends um but they moved out to Connecticut, uh, what, what, about two years before we moved? I'm so Something bad like with that. time. <laughs> Something like that. Um, and then we actually started talking more once we we moved. Um, and then we took a road trip out to Maine, and we're driving back to Ohio, and we're like, uh, we didn't really have any plans on how we were going to get back. We're just driving. We just hit the road. Right. And we're like, let's go see uh, Jeff and Krista. And uh, so, yeah, we got on the highway and went way the hell out of our way and called them and were like, hey, we're coming to see you. And just like, <laughs> um, slept in Jeff's studio that night. Um, and, like, we tried to jam, but the thing is, like, Gene and I don't play music together. We just, we record separately and, oh, okay. you know, take turns. <clears throat> so we haven't actually jammed since we were actually in a rock band way, way back. Right. It was kind of rough. I kind of mostly just watched and was awkward. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Super talented and he can just play any style of music and just jam up 
anybody, and we're just like, especially. Um, but yeah, he we, did take what he played, and yeah. yeah. So once we got back, we're just like, hey, do you want to actually work on a track? And so I sent him a couple of things. You know, he just he recorded some stuff and sent it back, and we figure out how to, you know, we just made songs out of it. I absolutely, if we think about my own band, it's it's really easy to jam with them because we've all known each other forever and we just, you know, we're all a bit rubbish so it doesn't matter. Uh, kind of thing. But there are certain people where, I, I once did this open mic night and this guy was like, hey, do you want to play um, something from the Jungle Book? I was like, okay, have you got the chords? And he, had, he like wrote down, well, he actually wrote down a letter jazz chords that I couldn't play. I was like, have you got chords I can play? Uh, so he <laughs> wrote down some chords I could play. Uh, and he just started doing all this stuff. And I was just like, I realised about halfway through, I was watching this guy on a stage next to someone with a guitar in my hand, basically just watching them play King of the Swingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, almost miming playing a D. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, like oh, this guy's much better. And then we did the same thing, recorded the track. Like, yeah. And it was amazing because you learned all ways about, you know, whatever. But, uh, but I do think it kind of pushes you on, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah, that was a big thing. So, like, hey, so, suddenly we have this kind of new sound with, and, uh, you know, we had definitely kind of gotten a little bit stale and complacent because everything was getting in the way of us actually making any music. It was just kind of one thing after another, you know, how life happens. Right. So. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of life in 2020 yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit too much <laughs> yeah definitely not a unique story for us or anything it's just, uh... <laughs> no I know exactly what you mean it's um, I, do you know what, what I've just is, I find this really interesting but I just I've always had this image of you two just kind of sitting at home you know you're like, oh, dinner's in 20 minutes, let's have a little jam. And you've just, like, dropped this bombshell that you don't really play together. You kind of, oh, Now I've got this image of you in separate rooms. Phoning <laughs> <laughs> each other going, I think we've got a riff over here. Do you want to come in the bedroom? <laughs> That's not too far from the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, one of us will be down in the basement working and then, uh, you know, come into the next room or, you know, when we get to a stopping point, be like, hey, I got this thing I'm working on. Go take a look and you know see what you can do with it. We just kind of... Oh man, I got... done that the whole time with uh, hands of blue and a little Here, out again. But before we expand. And he... So does one of you does one of you write something that comes down and goes, Oh my god, I wasn't expecting Or do you kind of do you know what each other someone's got? I'm kind of tend to get surprised with Ender from time to time. Because mostly it's passing it back and forth, but then every once in a while he'll just get an idea in his head and he comes downstairs and does it. And then I come down and he's got like a whole song done. And it was such a short amount of time. And I just don't know how it came out of him and (laughs) how it just formed in his head together like that. So I get surprised every once in a while. He actually just did that to me. That's why 
it came to me so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, uh, I, I think she surprised me the most with the uh, uh, Halloween lullabies that we did. Well, I say we, but it was basically all her. But <laughs> I was like, so you want to sing in Yiddish? Okay. <laughs> They were amazing, though. Yeah, they like, were they really were good. So Those are that's basically all, Gina. I think I I added like one instrument and mixed them, and yeah, everything else was her. Am I right in thinking one was in Russian, wasn't it? Or something like that. Yes, it was a <laughs> Russian lullaby. So glad you said yeah. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just where is um, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, I keep cutting you off because there's a slight delay. So, what were you gonna say, Wednesday? So, oh, and then oh, I cut you off, ironically. No, no, no. <laughs> just where we were just like it just kind of Skype is kind of acting up a little bit. We're still good, but it's kind of cutting in and out here and there, so it's not too bad. So, just uh, just an FYI more than anything. But uh, the song I was going to ask about, because it was a remake, um, <clears throat> what prompted, uh, or, or, or maybe not remake, but adjustment to Wearing Moonlight? Oh, um, that original mix was just awful. <laughs> so the, the, it was actually, we had switched over from One Daw Studio One to Ableton Live, and that was the first song that I mixed in Ableton Live. And it just didn't come out well. And then we were dumb and released that as a single. <laughs> and that is not a single song. <laughs> That's just it's 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 a slow burner. It doesn't doesn't really it doesn't ever really have a hook. So we should never really release that <laughs> as a single. Um but yeah, so we went back to studio one and I decided to remix it and it just came out better and um I always really loved that song. I just didn't think it had a... The first version was really doing it justice. Fair enough. I'm just always a curiosity because, I mean, there's obviously many reasons why bands choose to remake or adjust, whatever you may call it. So, yeah, that, that, that's cool, though. I, mean, like, I, I really enjoyed the song anyways, but I just was curious as uh, the reasoning behind it, that's all. <laughs> oh, man, no problem. Found. I found. Uh, I haven't. I haven't told in. It's a bright, random question generator. So. You're, you're cutting it out there, Mike. Uh, uh, oh. Earlier today. Oh damn! Um, I'm not listening to me or whatever. I found random question generator, um, and I had great fun um, trying it with my eight-year-old who. Some of these questions is like, what are you talking about? Um, but I figured if I was to ask you guys, um, should we say three quick fire questions from the random question generator? Would you be up for uh, seeing what it comes out with and answering them? They're pretty soft, just so you know. I could do it with an eight year old and not have to worry. So there's nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing Where's the fun then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could try and you know, add some filth along the way, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you guys be up for it? Sure. Okay, right. Are you all right with this, Bainsey? Oh, yeah, of course, absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, right, okay, so I'm going to keep hitting the next question button. You guys have got to say stop. When you say stop, I'll ask whatever question's on the screen. Okay, so I'm doing it right now. Stop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, this says, can you remember being shocked by a television program? Yes. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Uh, like the first thing that's coming to mind is the last season of Game of Thrones, but I kind of it wasn't a shock so much as watching the Titanic sink. <laughs> uh, you got anything? American Horror Story. It sounds like something like. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. It's, like, pretty demented stuff. It has various, like, um, themes. Like, the last one I watched was 1980s themed. Okay. And they were at a camp, and everybody died. There were two different serial killers on the loose. But there are just, there are a whole lot of shocking things in it. It's not for the... the Lighthearted. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, good. Well, that was a relatively interesting question. Let's see if the generator can do better. Uh, <laughs> you tell me when to stop. That, that wasn't a reflection on your answers. Your answers were brilliant. Uh, but the, the question <laughs> But was it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me when to stop. And stop. That was tense. I think I was getting tired then. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, Oh, no, I know the answer to that question, so I'm going to skip that one. Uh, okay, how do you decide what books to read? What book to read? Yeah. I often just reread books because I'm so forgetful that I can't, like, remember things anyway, so it's like reading new books. <laughs> <laughs> so I can remember if I loved it or not. We're basically living in for, out 50 first dates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, this is lame, but the cover art usually has a big part to do with it. Um, and, uh, you know, if it's an author that I know, well, then obviously they're going to get more attention. So the cover art, so this is what I was hoping is that we could sidetrack from some of these questions. The, the cover art is a really interesting point. Because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bitter. Like the hope is kind of ruled out straight away. But you know, assuming I like what something sounds like, or if I haven't heard it and I want to get drawn into it, I think cover art is really important. And you guys kind of, you know, you've got some great imagery across. You know, this, um, for example, the um, Quiet Your Ghost uh, image is just like. It's called <laughs> Halloween one was like scary and. Cosmic like, 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 Lullaby was pretty deliberate. The Halloween EP was like, I was just kind of looking for something in my house that looked spooky, and I found one of my dolls. So I took a picture of it and put a filter on it. Wait, I'm sorry, you own that doll? I own that doll. I have a creepy baby doll collection. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
it, it's not something I'm in love with. <laughs> <laughs> Years ago, I had to have her take the uh, marionette dolls down from the bedroom because I mean, I just I couldn't sleep. <laughs> Okay. Fuckers are gonna come down and like eat me every night. Yeah, <laughs> I now have, just so you know, I now have this image of you both sitting in separate rooms writing music, and then every now and again, Ender wanders out and accidentally opens the wrong door instead of going to the bathroom. and kind of goes, "Oh my god, not that room!" With <laughs> <dogs>. <laughs> I, know, I can move them around too. <laughs> <laughs> just to freak him out. <laughs> Okay, great. Um, and let's do one more. Let's do our third question for the random question, Jen. Okay. You know, uh, real quick though, that last question that you had for us. Yeah. I- I'd love to hear uh, Damsel's answer for that. Yeah. Eh? She's, just, she's just fantastic with that. Yes, and she, you know, it's the the one for every song thing that she did on the last one was just mind blowingly good because it's it's all kind of. I don't know, it's like a little mini modeling agency she's running out of her house or something. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Right, we'll get her on and we'll ask her that question. <laughs> Not right now, I mean, you know, in the future. <laughs> um, okay, right, last one. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Cool, I was about to say, tell me when to stop the magic finger, but that would have sounded really wrong. Yeah, <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> that could take a while. Yeah, so I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, last question then, or last quickfire random question is if you were elected this is quite um uh relevant if you were elected leader of your country what law would you change first oh man wow there are so many <laughs> <laughs> wow that's apropos isn't it <laughs> uh for me i'd probably try to create uh protections on the laws we already have because we've got a bunch of bellins trying to you know outlaw abortion and shit like that right yeah that's a big thing isn't it i didn't i sort of didn't realize for years how religious you know a large portion of the u.s population is and how things like that play such a things like even though we have quite a conservative well very conservative government at the moment it doesn't really come up very often every now and again someone will say something goes oh yeah he's so old-fashioned but it's kind of not a thing whereas it seems to like it keeps going back and forth those sorts of things isn't it in the u.s for a long long time now yeah it's uh it's kind of a constant battle (laughs) very frustrating for everyone who just wants to go on their lives (laughs) right (laughs) same shit over and over again (laughs) ah this argument again yeah (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to get the diagram out that says good and bad? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. good. Um, Gina, would you would you what would be the first law you would change? Um, I might look at some of the in, environmental protections that were uh, taken away mm-hmm. and put them back. <laughs> cool. Okay, so we're both going for a kind of get shit in order, put some stuff back, build a base, and then you can start putting random things, you know. If the aliens visit, they have to give everyone a cookie or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's not a priority, but it comes later, yeah? Yeah. I don't know if you want alien cookie. I mean, after the pandemic, we don't want to contact anyone, do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they wearing masks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I found out, say, um, talking about social distancing and, and stuff, and uh, obviously, like, we all have a, you know, we all know what a metre and two metres is. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Maybe we have different perceptions of it, but, you know, <laughs> there, there's a, a real thing there. Um, but apparently, uh, when kind of measurement was first formalised, um, certainly in UK law, there was an actual yardstick that was a stick. Someone went, that's about a yard. And the government used that to uh, kind of approve or deny like planning applications and things based on how big someone had built something and was it actually you know 30 times the length of this stick they had locked in a basement somewhere um, or, <laughs> or they had a bit of scope creep along the way and then people started replicating it so that there wasn't just one of them and this went on for like 200 years until uh, someone standardized measurement and um, so that's something i learned recently there's no question attached to that i just thought i'd share that with you <laughs> well thank you for that bit of history <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not even musical. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> right, at least you use the metric system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we well, mm, yeah, but we everything is miles, miles per hour. Uh, really? Yeah, but we, um, you know, milk is now in liters, but it's still four pints. It's like two point two seven two liters or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's kind of. Um, yeah, we, we use it for we teach our kids the metric system, and then they go into the real world and want to my inches. And they go, "What's an inch?" It's two and a half centimeters. And they go, "Why?" Is it a... Still with it? Okay. <laughs> I, I did not know. I thought you guys were uh, farther ahead than that. <laughs> no, far, far less progressive than you'd think, actually. <laughs> I can vouch for that. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, over, 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 I've, I've taken over that portion of the interview. So over to you, Doctor Bones, for some uh, possibly musical-related questions or thoughts. Actually, no. I was going to say let's listen to "Castles in the Air" uh, featuring uh, Grandpa Jeff on guitar. <laughs> Sounds good. So here you go, "Hands of Blue" and "Castle in the Air," and this is with uh, guitarist Grandpa Jeff.
Hands of Blue Castle in the Air featuring Grandpa Jeff on guitar off her brand new EP Quiet Your Ghost. Now, this was the first thing we sent us, and we were so pumped. I especially told Mike, Mike, man, guess what? New Hands of Blue is awesome, and really, really like this one. And I told you before, like, I, I loved uh, the, the harmonies, and I just, the certain octaves that, that he hit, it's, I can't really describe it, but I just, it, just, it sounds so good. I mean, it's the best way to put it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have to agree. Uh, ooh, I was an echo of myself now. That was weird. Um, I have to agree with Bainsey. Just when we heard this, it was just, you know, one of those moments where you go, oh, wow. And then the tune is just absolutely awesome. That guitar is brilliant. Grandpa Jeff. Uh, I think I just called him Jeff earlier. Everyone should know he's Grandpa Jeff. Um, <laughs> did a fantastic job. Um, one thing I noticed is I can't, I don't, I can't see lyrics on Bandcamp, so I was kind of curious to ask you, like, what, um, you know, what this collection of songs is about. I can kind of pick stuff up, but you know, in, in your, uh, in your words, what, what's what's this song, and then um, obviously the others that follow. What's what's the kind of theme this time around? Um, of this particular song or the whole EP? I'm sorry. I kind of asked both, didn't I? I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> with this song <laughs> I guess because it's the opener and then moving into the EP but yeah is there kind of I don't know I'm not sure if there's a theme that ties everything together or different different areas it touches on but um, uh, yeah I wrote the lyrics to this one did, I, did you write the lyrics you did I wrote the lyrics to this one um, <laughs> uh, I, this one's kind of um, kind of actually a song about religion so it's um, it well, man, it's hard to put into words other than the actual lyrics, but it's kind of how... quote the lyrics. We'll do a little poetry session if you want. <laughs> now, it's, it's just about how, you know, a lot of the, not all of them, of course, but a lot of the religious people we've been around don't really think about what they believe and why. Um, they just kind of take in and leave it the information and kind of just get wrapped up in the experience and that sort of thing uh, without dissecting their beliefs or right. trying to understand where that's coming from. So that's the big part of that one. Nice. And is that, um, I find that fascinating by the way, because there People in my life who are religious, and it just surprises me, even though I've known them for so long. <laughs> like, but, but you're so logical, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, I, I'm not even knocking, actually. There's nothing. You want to believe in stuff, then it's all good for me. Um, you know, but it's, it's, it, I just I can't understand it, which I find crazy. Um, and, and then uh, across the rest of the EP, is there kind of um, what's, what's tying this together? Why this collection of songs is really what I'm asking talk about themes i suppose but for me it was just like we chose the songs because they were our favorite ones that we did but there's not exactly a theme so in writing lyrics i was getting uh inspiration from other media for example dead like me i was inspired by drusilla from buffy the vampire slayer okay okay Oh, what else? I think that was the, the main thing I kept, like, reading books or watching shows, and then I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to put this in a song. 
Yeah, Wait, Deadlight Girl was kind of funny because when I when I sat down and I listened to her lyrics for that and like paid attention to the vocals, I'm like, people are gonna hear this and think that we're having relationship problems. <laughs> 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 and then I'm like, wait, why did you, why did you pronounce that one word like an English person? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just a character. So uh, I actually did a rhyme that she did there, but I wasn't sure if that would be like appropriate to do, so I just changed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't intentional, but there are like some themes that show up several times in the the EP, such as. I mean, death isn't almost all of them for whatever reason. And then drowning and water and... Did I say drowning? You I did. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, Your words. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't intentional. Though. It just kind of came out. Um, I'm, I'm now um, trying to picture which one Drusilla is in Buffy because I... Can't remember. She is the dark-haired vampire, and um, Angel was her sire, I believe. Yeah, she was the crazy one who would talk to the air. Uh, I think. I oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's bad they had to say the crazy one, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, her. Uh, oh, she I was guess. the one that was way off her rocker, <laughs> and would like name the stars and stuff. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so there's an interesting reference in there, isn't there? Because obviously it was uh, God was the guy's name, Joss Whedon, who, who wrote that um, series. And then he, we talked about this whenever you were last on the show, which seems like a hundred years ago. Um, but obviously he wrote um, Firefly and and uh, oh geez, I can't remember the name of anything. Serenity. Um, yes. And I seem to remember that it's not a coincidence. That's kind of where the Hands of Blue uh, name comes from. Have I made that up or is that? I did not make that up. <laughs> we, we may be fans. <laughs> <laughs> you may be fans. <laughs> but he's a great writer. He's a very underrated writer because, you know, everyone's mm -hmm. like, oh, well, it's kind of, even though it's alternative, it's pop culture, so I'm not going to respect that. But he's, that's rubbish. He's brilliant. He's a great writer. Um, and particularly Firefly is an amazing show, which should not have ended where it did. Um, right, it had the fox curse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I don't remember that specific curse in that program. <laughs> oh, I think of a different show. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's why some of these streaming apps are good because you, you can rewatch these shows and oh I forgot about that and oh I'll never remember that and like so same same exact thing with Buffy right so. I went through a phase like uh, well it was before I met my wife so say eleven or twelve years ago where I had this job that I'd sort of start quite late in the morning so I didn't have to get up early but I'd also finish quite late at night and then everyone would go to the pub. And then I'd go home and watch like three episodes of Buffy and then fall asleep. And I did that for like six months and got through quite a lot of Buffy, but I remember absolutely nothing. Like I might as well have not done that. And my only memories are from when I saw it in you know, whenever it came out in the nineties or whatever. Um, um, can that have anything to do with the fact you're going to the pub first? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, now I say it out loud, I think I've seen the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 
no way to remember a TV show, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Buzzing off my tits. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's next? What's next for you guys? What's, uh, obviously, there's a pandemic, so yeah, stay at home mostly, I guess. But um, <laughs> uh, seemingly that all goes away. What's what's next musically and beyond? Um, well, we're hoping to actually do another actually full length album. Nice. Um, so I don't know. To me, this EP kind of felt like a. I don't. I don't want to disparage it or anything, but it didn't really feel like our best effort. I like it, but oh, would, would be but fair. It's so good. I, That's such an artist comment. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there's just this feeling that anytime you you release something, you should feel like it's better than the thing that you did before. Right. Um, but in this case, I, I just have this nagging feeling like Cosmic Lullaby was better than the CP. Um, so I'm really gonna. I'm hoping that the next full length album is just the best thing we've done, or the best thing we do yet. So um, that's kind of my goal. That's interesting because I think the. See, I'm always uh, like the newest thing. So, like, I'm still buzzing about songs that you know my own band that we wrote you know a year or two ago kind of half recorded and no, no one's really yeah. heard um <laughs> but like you know when my son wants to learn stuff on the guitar that's the stuff i go to and then he shows his friends like what is it and like, oh you wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> but i'm always like about the new even though you know there are moments like there was a thing um i read that apparently like uh, eddie vedder used to talk a lot i assume still does to neil young um they kind of had this you know, quite close relationship. I think he sort of became like a father figure or whatever. And kind of at the end of that grunge bubble, when it got to like 95, 96, and, you know, Kurt Cobain was a distant memory and MTV moved on to whatever it moved on to. <laughs> um, and, and Pearl Jam were like, but we're still here. We're still in the band. And Neil Young apparently just kind of said, I wouldn't worry about it. Just like, you know, write the music you write, play the music you play put the stuff out that you enjoy at the time. And sometimes people will like it and sometimes they won't. And I guess at that point he'd been around for like 50 years or whatever, four years there and kind of probably had his you know, ebbs and flows. He did some terrible stuff in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I found that really interesting because I just think there is no better than or, you know, best versus worse. I think it's just like what you do at the time is, is the thing like, this is brilliant, but it's completely different to Cosmic Lullaby. Um, you know, in my opinion, there's no, better or worse they're just they sound different and they're both awesome in their own way you know but as an artist it's difficult mm-hmm. to criticize it yourself don't you yeah you do i agree with you more though um and i just feel like as long as i feel like i'm growing i guess learning new things trying new things well and that's not staying stagnant with what we're doing maybe i just feel like we messed up because gina doesn't curse and this <laughs> and i didn't I wasn't able to put any any polka songs, so <laughs> that's what's missing. You just need yeah. to make, well, a, to the next one with a few swear words and just chuck a polka number in. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get to sneak any of those in, so. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna make a point to swear on the next one. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I agree with Mike too. Like, I really know the EP and. I, and I like the different changes I heard, and especially in the, in the harmonies and that sort of thing. So I just, I was, 
I mean, like Mike said, even if me, your own harsh, your own harshest critic, but I really did enjoy it. I like the change, and I and I can't wait to hear more different stuff. And I like the way you guys are evolving. Thank you. Thank you. My only criticism is that it's, it's too short. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's that's my criticism but also what I enjoy so much about almost every EP that I really like it's like oh I want more and then you go oh that's important right okay you got me <laughs> <laughs> alright well uh, I know this went super quick even though we had delay uh, but we're uh, literally uh, out of time but guys, thank you so much for bearing with us. I do apologize for delay. Uh, I know we're unplugged, but uh, we do appreciate you guys hanging on, hanging on for a while. Because like I'm not sure what's going on, but I'll figure out another time. But we do appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming back on. It was so nice to catch up. It's been too long. Thanks for having us. We were glad to, to be here. Guys, it's brilliant. We absolutely love chatting to you guys. Thank you for supporting the show as well. Like even though we haven't. Um, spoken for ages you're always um, you know tweeting out things and uh, you know just chatting which is really nice to uh, um, to have that kind of support not just for us but for all the bands and stuff so thank you very much uh, we are your fans uh, so you can come back anytime I think absolutely thank you <laughs> appreciate it well we'll talk again very soon but again thank you very much it was a great time and we always need to do this again because we got so much more to say right <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. Well, both of you have a great night, and thank you again so much. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, guys. Cheers, right on. That was Hands of Blue. Uh, we do apologize for the audio problem. I'm not sure what it was, but we're going to unplug right now, and hopefully we'll be back on track for part two. So we're calling Mike back right now. Mike? Hello. All right. We're back on track. So, um, yeah, we're still unplugged here, but... That was a great time. We did it. We did have a few Skype issues, and through no fault of our own, it was just you know, audio cut in and out for some of the things, which is kind of weird because it hasn't done that forever. And of course, you know, one of our big nights. But either way, we still got through it, and we still had a great time. And like I said, we will try to figure out why the plugin isn't working for part two. But always, man, it was just so nice to talk to them again, and it's been too long. And, and I always love to hear what they have to say. Because and this is uh, in a nice way they, they're they, they're they're opinionated but in a good way it's it's not a bad thing, you know. So yeah. I, I kind of like to hear their their back no not their background background but what they have to say about certain things. Yeah, definitely. No, I mean you know I've, I've said many times I'm a big believer if anyone's got a point of view uh, in music I think just it, it, it creates a story and brings something to it. Um, but yeah, they're just great fun on me. <laughs> <laughs> So easy going and very chat and just, you know, everyone when they hear you know, their music goes, Oh wow, that's good. Like it's just it's one of those bands. Right. They should call their album, Oh wow, that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it is, it's just like, you know, they they they're sort of um, they're quite unassuming in many ways and then this music is just bang, wow. Um, it's just amazing. I just yeah, absolutely. So that was good fun. And um yeah, you know. Like issues, whatever, standard. Yeah. Well, you know, I just I don't get it, but I'll try to figure it out uh, before I get to part two here. But let's uh, know uh, we'll call it officially kick off part one for the music part of it. And like I said uh, off air that uh, during the video that this is gonna be a super heavy part one. So first up is a band called uh, Vardara, and they're from uh, Finland. This is a uh, courtesy of Inverse Records. And the song's called Maya. Dig this. <laughs> Thank you. 
Right on. Uh, Vaj- Vajra, I believe is the way it's pronounced, with Maya. Now, tell me that wasn't heavy as hell and that the vocals were amazing. And we haven't had something like that. Uh, well, we haven't had a Finnish band for a while, like a female friend that was that awesome. Like, I love her vocals and so powerful, but so heavy. What a good way to start the show off, eh? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was so, so crazy good, wasn't it? That was heavy. That just Some of those riffs were just pure filth. And I like the you know, the mix of kind of like they, they have that intensity with some of those kind of one-string, really low, grindy, kind of Sepultura-style riffs. And then the big smashing guitars that come in and do the kind of um, chord-based stuff was brilliant. Um, that kind of mix was awesome. The vocals were incredible. That was just a fast-paced, heavy rock and roll tune, man. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. Oh, man. Well, it's going to keep getting better because we have a brand new one by Return to Void. This one's called Equal Freaks. Dig this.
right on brand new return to void with equal freaks uh man this is a good kind of have you almost kind of tripped out to a point just uh with uh, some of the guitar work in there but uh i was telling you off air that you know it's like he definitely has like kind of we'll call it the, the the 80s vocal range and honestly it sounded a little bit like a a little bit of a ronnie james deal in there like it was actually i really enjoyed what i always love, love return to void and it's been a couple of years before this new album came out and it just recently got released but uh, awesome tune. Really into this one. Keep the heaviness going. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's it's brilliant, isn't it? Because they've got this uh, what I'm going to describe as a horror grunge punk metal thing. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Um, but I can, we can make it a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it, it's just absolutely brilliant. Um, their sound is amazing. I love Dio, by the way. That's a great reference. Dio is amazing, um, and and. Black Sabbath fans will may remember the Dio right. did two albums after Ozzy left, and they were so good. They were completely different, but they were so good. Um, Heaven and Hell, in particular, was amazing. Mm. Yeah, he's got that whole thing. Hasn't he? he reminds me a bit of Bruce Dickinson as well. He's just he's got that kind yes. of thing in his voice, uh, which is so metally. Definitely <laughs> made <me> nasty. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, top quality, great band. I'm so pleased that they've uh, brought another album out because it feels like ages. Man. I know, eh? Well, man, uh, we got some more uh, good stuff coming uh, coming everybody's way. So, brand new one by the Sound Ninja, and lending his vocals is known Operation Neptune Spear and guitar shredding courtesy of Bob Hewitt. Dig this. Rip me apart. Right, my
Very effing heavy and very fucking cool. That was the Sound Ninja featuring Operation Neptune Spear on vocals and Bob Hewitt on those killer shredding guitar riffs. Should have figured that sentence. <laughs> but either way, it was an awesomely heavy tune and I just love what what a, what a good mix and it just did the, the, the kind of cool offset. And honestly, I know this is, oh, maybe not obscure or, uh, but maybe kind of fits but doesn't but you know what I, I hear this and even though there's no hip-hop involved i think of onyx and biohazard oh man yeah <laughs> so it was just, i could love this tune like it's like as soon as then it's like well no this is a new tune but what was like and i like I, I love the sound ninja but as soon as i saw operation of tube spear i actually didn't finish reading the email i downloaded the song let's do it first and then i went back and finished the email <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, it's brilliant. I know what you mean. There's definitely, um, like, it's, it's got rhythm, hasn't it? That's the thing. It's definitely got kind of a, um, there is a hip hop thing in there, which I wouldn't have necessarily gone, oh, that's the first thing I think of. But I totally get what you mean. And I, I, yeah, I definitely, um, definitely like that. Um, I think it's just, for me, it's this, it's kind of this crazy and, you know, just awesome mix of, is annihilative the word? It must be. Like <laughs> annihilative, speaker-shaking metal. It's just like, oh, it's so good. It's kind of like, um, I actually kind of think, you know the Mouse Shaman collaboration, right? Yeah. One Blind Mouse and Tex-Mex Shaman kind of just like massively got into metal for a weekend. It would probably have a bit of this going on. Do you know what I mean? It's got right. like, <laughs> experimental... Free-flying is the word I'm looking for kind of thing. Well, it's, it's, it's more just, or less the mix of, you know, just kind of like raw, kind of dirty metal vocals and then, you know, more like, we'll call it rock alternative vocals, but the the, the mix, that's kind of what I was getting at as, as, as a, uh, besides like a little bit of hip-hop influence, but the kind of mix of, of Bioha- Biohazard and Onyx, you know? Yeah, definitely, yeah. That was a great collaboration as well. Um, yeah, just, I absolutely love this. <laughs> like, yeah. just... It feels really experimental, but it's it's you know it's also really beautiful metal music. <laughs> I love it, absolutely love it. I've just heard that um, Ender is upstairs. I was just about to say, yeah, <laughs> in the House of Blue House. Do they? I wonder. No, because they're, they're not called House of Blue. I'm being a dick. The Hands of Blue House. I just can't speak. In the Hands of Blue House, Ender is upstairs taking what have been described to me as creepy baby pics, but I think they mean, I hope they mean of the dolls. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. Well, so, you know what? Just before we throw our next song, just, just touching on that uh, real quick. The first thing I thought of, I, I'm not sure uh, if you've ever seen Seinfeld. It's like, right. The, the, yeah, TV, yeah, yeah. the TV show. And that's, that's not trying to be ignorant. I just, you know, I don't know if like how popular that, that may have gained over in the UK at all. But there was one episode where one of the characters, there was a doll that looked exactly like his mother. <laughs> and he, he he got mad and his girlfriend had it. Like it was his girlfriend's doll and it was in his house. And, and you know, he was talked to his buddies. He's like, oh, no, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like her. And then he brought it over to one of the places and, and his father showed up and his father would just strangle the thing because it looked like his mother so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, I mean, the, 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 the gate, it was just like a stereotypical old couple, but why did you do that? You can't do that anymore. I said it would, you know, 
<laughs> so, and that's the first thing I thought of. I know um, Gina and Air will probably get that reference in a majority of North America. Like I said, I just don't know how big Seinfeld uh, was or, or is. I mean, it's been out there for a number of years, obviously, but or like, so I, like I said, I'm not sure how popular it was or is in the UK. Cause some I Americans think Seinfeld was big in the UK um, because uh, everyone was like, oh, here's this show that's big in the US. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> understanding and then Frasier came out I didn't know oh man just oh speaking of which I'm glad you said that because um, they have they have the seasons on one of the, one of the Canadian streaming apps so now Kim and I have watched that uh, watched the seasons a few times kind of like just kind of background so here and there and they'll start random places but just some of the just uh, the, not even one liners but just Frasier's voice like oh dear god <laughs> like, it's like freak out it's like always like it makes me just die laughing especially Especially the one where um, Daphne was telling, uh, I think, Martin first of the Nels that Fraser had woke her up, but she goes, well, goes, well he knocked me up this day. He's like, why? He goes, well, he, knocked, he knocked me up about a week ago, too. And like, or, or a couple months ago. And like, 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 what? what? Like, not understanding that she meant woke her up, right? <laughs> so, and, and Daphne's Grammy Moon, right? Yeah. So, Anyways, oh man, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I can't remember the actress's name. Oh, Jan Leaves. Huh? Jan Leaves. L E E V E S. Okay, yeah, yeah. But she, I saw her in something recently. I was like, oh, it's Daphne's mum. <laughs> 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 and then you realise that was a fictional character. Well, exactly. That that came from Manchester, <laughs> right? So. Uh, no, she's from Manchester. There was a program once that had a Kelsey Grammar School, and they they spelled grammar like grammar school. Oh. Anyway, slightly sidetracked there. Yeah, no, that, that was actually wasn't too bad. We actually came around or came back around pretty quickly. So, next up, oh yes, we are going to keep the heaviest going. This is brand new High Front, one of our favorite, well, I guess our, our, our Lonely Metal Band, we know that was our favorite from Ottawa, Ottawa, Ontario, that is. So, they are Canadian and a kick-ass band at that. So here we go with some good metal. This is High Front, and, and the song's called They Cut You Down. Dig this. <laughs>
right on high front and they cut you down man that was like it was heavy but it was almost like it, it had it was like almost like, like blues metal you know what i mean yeah, like totally. a very cool, like a very good, a very cool hook, a very, a very good riff. But man, yeah, I'd, I'd say like, like literally like blues metal, and I, I was awesome. Like brand new single again. I like these guys are are just cranking out the tunes, but decent ones, like left, right, and center. Man, absolutely, it reminds me, um, and not all of that stuff does, but that track in particular reminds me of the band Monster Truck, who I think are also Canadian. I'm pretty sure they're from. Uh, somewhere beginning with H in Ontario. Hamilton, is that a place? Hamilton, yes, Hamilton. So, oh, yeah. a wet sea, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's the name of the band, pretty sure. <clears throat> oh, no, sorry, no, the band I'm thinking of is Monster Truck. Oh, Monster, okay. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I was, yeah. I no, no, it's fine. Wasn't sure why you were saying wet sea then. So just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, monster truck, but maybe they're not from Hamilton. But anyway, they're Canadian, I think. But they're they've got an album called Sitting Heavy, which is absolutely incredible, uh, and some others that I don't know as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's that blue heavy blues rock. Um, you know, there's almost like a well, sort of a southern rock thing in there, isn't it? It's kind of you know, it's like I'm going to say every type of genre now, but it's almost. Um, you know, garagey, like, you know, that kind of New York garage thing. It sounds a bit like Sweet Johnny or someone like that, where it's right. kind of like, but then it just cranks up the overdrive on it, so it's more like, and it's just like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, proper heavy blues rock. I love it, man. His vocal sounds great on that. Track. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly right. Well, the band I was thinking of was called Mad Wet Scene. We played their their, their first track right, uh, well, um, for our Christmas show. Oh, oh, oh! And oh, they okay, send yeah. they send an email, so we have a new song by them that we're gonna get to next week. But they're from Kingston, Ontario. Oh, okay, nice. Ontario's rocking them at the moment, yeah, mate. Right. <laughs> so so, yeah, so that that's what I was thinking. It was was mad wet sea. So I knew wet sea was in it. Just I couldn't remember the, the first word to it. But I thought when you said wet sea, I assumed it was like a song. I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just, I just say yes now. I just agree <laughs> to stuff. Steak? No, mine's two type of steak. Steak? Uh, yeah, sure, steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, um, now there's lots of amazing Canadian musicians out of Ontario. We'll have to come up with some brilliant Canada jokes. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I'm sure I'm sure there, we can... Uh, there's quite quite a number of them. Obviously, if you think of uh, a woman go out and about, right? So, uh. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, man. Well, uh, next up, we're gonna get to a band called Laser Beam, and the song is called Sink or Swim. And hold on, because this one's pretty fucking heavy. Dig this. <laughs>
beam with sink or swim and man that was a great tune you know that could have been a part that could have been a down the rabbit hole tune as well especially with it, it seemed like a fairly heavy Alice in Chains influence especially the vocals that taper off at the end like the, the interchanging kind of you know what I mean yeah definitely definitely it was just like boom wasn't it, it just kind of like you sit there and then it goes oh here you go so it hits you Oh, my face. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just heavy, trippy. I, I loved all that kind of whirling. Um, oh, I don't know. The vocals actually remind me a little bit of um, not Return to Void. Who was the other Finnish band? Um, oh, oh, oh um, 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 Freedom Fuel. Freedom Fuel, yeah. Reminded me of that. Um, who again, top quality band. But yeah, just absolutely amazing. Um, you know, it's just big, heavy, loud. Uh, kind of crashing rock, but with this slight stoner twist in the background, which yeah. I really enjoyed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Well, next up, um, this one's uh, even heavier. This is a band called Shadow Smile. The song's called Marionette. And I'll be honest, my first, my first this one, listen to this one. I think it was pretty good. And then it's like, I'm not sure, but let's do it again. It's like, oh, yeah, man, we're definitely playing this one. <laughs> so here we go with Shadow Smile and, excuse me, Marionette. Dig this. Mm-hmm. 
right on. Shadow Smile with Marionette. With Marionette. What a slow build to a super heavy effing song, man. That was badass as hell. But you know what? I just want to listen to it more closely. Uh, vocally, it's literally like a mix of Linkin Park and New Found Glory. So it goes like super heavy, but then poppy, but poppy metal, uh, kind of alternative mix, but still pretty badass. It's not cheesy pop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I oh, really yeah. enjoyed it for that reason. Like it was such a good mix, but just this boom, boom, it like just kind of sprouts. Like I said before, like, you know, like a good uppercut to start you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a real uppercut, wasn't it? I love that, man. Like, oh, mate, just, I don't know, when that riff kicked in, like, like you say, it's it kind of, I thought it was going to be a completely different kind of song the first time I heard this. And then, and it's quite a long intro, and it's kind of, it's good, and it's interesting, and, you know, it makes you keep listening, but you just don't expect when that riff comes in to just it, to do that. And it just literally, I mean, it just now again gave me goosebumps when that came in mm-hmm. and the vocals like literally made me shout out yes which probably has woken up someone in the house and possibly the neighbors <laughs> yes but it was so so good man um yeah absolutely brilliant i really 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 love that oh well man it continues on so we got one more well we get two more songs uh before the end of the show but like I said, we're inching closer to the brand new Operation Neptune Spears song, also world premiere. So big thank you to him for that. We really do appreciate that. But next up, we have just as good as an artist, and <clears throat> she's awesome. We played her song for the first time, I think it was last week. And uh, But, man, I love I love this, this, uh, this, this artist. This is uh, Steph Small. And um, she, or... or I should say Stephanie Lee. My God, not Steph Small. Stephanie Lee. Anyway. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I've got that written down. No, no, it was, no, it was my fault. I, I, I just couldn't glance where I meant to say Stephanie Lee. My apologies. But Stephanie Lee, she's a great artist, a punk rock artist. But this is another one because we have a few songs tonight that have uh, um, featuring um, other artists, which is awesome. It's like all in mixing, right? So, but this one in particular, this is Stephanie Lee, and <clears throat> this is featuring Alex Jennings. The song's called I Don't Care. Do this.
Right on, Stephanie Lee featuring Alex Jennings with I Don't Care. And man, what a badass heavy tune that was. It definitely had like a, a new metal feel to it, but her vocals are awesome. And I just, that was a good mix. And like, you know, I, 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 I shout out to Alex as well for his vocals kind of close to the end of the song. But what a great heavy song. But yeah, it just it just had that new metal feel to it. So like, with a bit of corn, even I, even though they're not, I wouldn't classify them as new metal, but Life of Agony, like uh, from the, the River Runs Red album. But man, what a great tune. And I just, the vocals are awesome. And like I said, we're kind of somewhat underlying, an underlying theme, but not quite, but we will be doing one very soon. Whereas last uh, week's part two, majority of the, there's a few songs we can get to, mind you, that was um, uh, a lot of female vocalists and we want to do our tribute again very soon to a whole part two, whether it be down the rabbit hole or not, uh, just uh, our hats off and, and salute to the, the women in music showing like how much, uh, how how far some their the albums have come and just kind of you know uh, kind of putting their kind of their their um, vocal print in in the in the media because they deserve it and it's been too long and but we've been getting so many good ones and even part two tonight is filled with a uh, brand new vocalist female vocalist that is. <clears throat> yeah man definitely yeah no, I mean we both love a good female vocalist. Um, and also, like you say, there's that kind of... Uh, I like those women in rock shows and women in music shows we do because it's, it's that kind of, you know, moving the dial slightly on, on you know, limit, what is really quite limited representation, um, you know, comparatively speaking. Um, but we kind of have that freedom, don't we? Because it doesn't, we do. really, doesn't matter who you are or <laughs> whatever, do you know what I mean? It's just like it's all about the music. And so, yeah, it's great to kind of get a little... You know, when you get a collection like that, you just go, oh, let's, let's shout about this because that's such an important thing. Um, this is great. This is just like a big, heavy, proper kick-ass metal tune. It's got brilliant vocals. That part with that guy, Alex, was an absolutely brilliant touch that just added another layer to that towards the end. Um, and yeah, like you say, it's kind of punky, but in a very heavy metal way. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Um, just before I get to our next song, speaking of either female or just female artists in general, guess who's got a new album coming out fairly soon? Uh, Probably saw it on Facebook. Uh, Dorja. Dorja. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They are cur- they're currently working on their new album right now. Nice. Very cool. I mean, they're quite lucky because they've always worked remotely. So, what exactly, right? <laughs> you know, they're in like three or four different countries. So, um, yeah, this is probably all right for them. Well, I'm surprised it, I haven't done it earlier. <laughs> I, I, I just saw the post on Facebook today. So they said, what do you think of this for our, our cover for our new album? And we're, we're working to produce the album right now. And you can help us out by going to their patron site. And if you donate a dollar or this amount of dollars, get some free tunes and what well, is worth it you know and it helps support help uh, paying for the production of the album because you know as we know it's not cheap so yeah, yeah it's but, so, uh, yeah if you want to check out uh, doja's uh, facebook page and they have a twitter as well but i'll give you more details but uh, totally cool so man to finish off part one we started off strong and we're finishing even stronger and here we go with the world premiere of the brand new operation neptune spear song a song called is it either Janus or Janus? Because I'm thinking Janus because I think of of of, uh, of uh, 007 Goldeneye with the Pierce Brosnan, the Janus Syndicate in Russia. 
Thank you, thank you. But either way, we owe a big thank you to this guy. So here we go with Operation Neptune Spear, the world premiere that rhymed. And here we go with Jen. Big <laughs> Disabled memories, thoughts that can't be heard. And all the while society is crashing round our ears. Starpiled hatred, irrational unseen fears. And all the tortured souls are screaming for salvation. As we amass ideals that are way above our station And the Janus head of God is laughing as we dance The strands of fate grips in their left hands Cast out into the sea of souls Looking for a friend Don't forget your life has a meaningless end Unthinking, unfeeling, we're broken and abused Better toe the line or it's room 101 for you And all the tortured souls cry out in their as we amass ideals that are way above our station And the world begins to tremble as the gods begin to dance The threads of fate fall severed from their Tortured souls cry out in their frustration And all the tortured souls are screaming for salvation And all the tortured souls cry out in their frustration And all the tortured souls are screaming for salvation and all the tortured souls cry out in their frustration And all the tortured souls are screaming for salvation And all the tortured souls are screaming for salvation Right on, Operation Neptune Spear with Yanis or Janice, I'm not sure, um, you can correct me um, uh, to the uh, correct pronunciation of the song, but uh, I bet you guys weren't expecting that, I mean, I had, it's still a badass tune, but I, guys, I bet you guys were, thinking, were expecting, or just a lot harder, like we heard the Sound Ninja, but this is, uh, I can't remember what it, in the email where he said, this is going to be part of where he's adding to his lockdown sessions, which is uh, acoustic and, and stripped down. 
Either way, man, this guy has got talent and his vocals are great, whether you go heavy or acoustic, but very cool. Like, really enjoyed it. And just like, and you know, <clears throat> uh, depending on how some people listen to music, you might want, you might pay a bit more attention to the lyrics when it's a little bit more unplugged as opposed to plugged in. But what a great tune. Like, always enjoy stuff. And the fact that we got the world premiere of this was amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We do much appreciate it. We love world premieres, and that was awesome. Man, I just, yeah, I absolutely love um, the kind of acoustic Operation Neptune Spear stuff. And, I mean, obviously I love, you know, when he when he's got that... Uh, you know, little foot pedal, the bacon pedal that he presses, and he goes, <laughs> but um, but man, that some of this acoustic stuff is absolutely brilliant. Um, I just looked up, say so it could be Janus, um, okay, which now I say out loud sounds a bit like anus, which is a Roman god, and I think I've read that pronunciation right. Um, who's usually depicted as having two faces. Uh, so there you go. A god of beginnings and transitions and duality. Um, okay. It could be nothing to do with that. I don't know. But um, anyway, that was a slight sidetrack about, about ancient Rome. Um, but yeah, I just, he's got such a brilliant voice. And I think that's what I love about the really heavy stuff. Because, you know, I guess, I mean, it's quite hard to kind of growl, I guess. But to do it, he does it so tunefully. And that you, you can kind of tell when, you hear a strip back stuff he's a really really good singer and that's obviously where that comes from oh yeah um, I love how hard he hits the acoustic guitar as well mm-hmm. you can <laughs> metal it's like dun, 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 and he's just really into it but no, it's brilliant beats the shit out of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's kind of one of those tracks where it's it's you know, super catchy it's got um, you know this, some dark bits in the lyrics and there's you know some interesting stuff in there but I just think it's brilliant it's a really good if I was going to go and you know pick a style of kind of singer songwriter sort of thing to listen to it, that's the sort of stuff that interests me uh, rather than you know, the, you know some of the other stuff but yeah it's, it's absolutely brilliant I really really I think it's such an interesting angle and it just sounds so good uh, well I love that you know every now and again we get a thing going oh I know I'm like an hour before the show but can you do this it's a world premiere <laughs> yeah of course we can man <laughs> I sure can yeah. <laughs> we just save that spot <laughs> oh yeah well man I mean most bands we like will do it for but you know like he as soon as he got that it's like hey I will find a place like the thing is I only kind of trimmed off one song initially before he submitted this one to our list. So I was like, you know what? We can now, we can make it work. And, uh, no, we actually are doing very well for time, especially, um, with, a, a one extra song in, uh, part one and part two, some of the songs are long, but they're not too bad. So, but we're still going to rock through that. Well, I guess trip to that, I should say, cause it's down the rabbit hole, right? <laughs> slowly float through that one. Yeah. We're far <laughs> out, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't, I kept saying, good year, good year. It wasn't a good year at all, man. <laughs> so, th- thank you, Tommy Chong, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, um, uh, no, uh, it's like, I, I'll, I'll, never mind. Skip. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off air, so. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not quite sure if it's appropriate, so I'm going to run it by you first before I decide to be a dumbass and say it on your way. I shouldn't. So, until then, <clears throat> we'll be back in probably about, say, 15, 20 minutes-ish. So, until then, we'll uh, big thank you for everybody listening to part one or who will listen to it. 
big thank you to Hands of Blue and uh, putting up with uh, a little bit of delay. We do apologize, but thank you so much for joining us. We had a great time. We can't wait to have you guys back on. So uh, until about 15, 20 minutes from now, uh, it's been Dr. Bones and Mike Five, and we're out. We'll let uh, Dr. Krieger take us out. So do this. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Shrinky-dink that! Krieger out!